Gun Sports Radio is sponsored by Love Radio Network. Welcome to Gun Sports Radio, all about shooting, hunting, self-defense, and more. Now, here are the hosts of Gun Sports Radio, Dave Stahl and Lance Pelkey. All right, folks. Hey, welcome to Gun Sports Radio. We are your shining light of the gun world. Gun Sports Radio, show 105. We got Lance Pelkey in the house. We hey, got baby. Michael Schwartz. And we got Crash Clyde Cup, commonly known as Hollywood. He will be giving horseback riding lessons in about six weeks. But hey, we're going to have All you a, can handle. All you can handle. Hey, folks, visit our website at gunsportsradio.com. Go to facebook.com, gunsportsradio. We're here, there, and everywhere. And we really want to thank the Gun Range San Diego, 7852 Balboa Avenue in San Diego, 10 to 10, seven days a week. These guys are unbelievable. They are the Nordstrom's of gun ranges. I send people to them all the time, and I get so many positive responses and say, man, thank you very much. That's the most fun I have ever had. So, hey, that's why Gun Range San Diego does what they do, and they are here for you. Absolutely. So, hey, there's a lot happening in the San Diego gun world, and we have a special guest on the line, and I, I have a sneaky feeling it has to do with Mr. Schwartz. Yeah, he does. I do. I have a fantastic guest. Uh, Mr. Chris Rodriguez is a husband, a father of six, a Marine combat vet, a small business owner, a right. farmer, oh. and a realtor, and still is uh, found time to throw his hat in the ring to run for city council for Oceanside. A farmer, a realtor. And a family man, and a, a family man, a business owner, a farmer, a realtor walk into a bar. <laughs> yeah, and I was going to say, and it's all, and it's all Mr. Rodriguez. And it's just Chris. <laughs> hey, Chris, how you doing, buddy? I'm good. I'm good. I um, it's an honor to be on here. Oh no, it's an honor to have you on. I'm telling you, but I will have to say this: it is a little prestigious because we don't just bring anybody on. We vet the you know what out of people before we bring them on. Because it seems to be that once people come on our show, they become extremely successful. We really want to thank Michael Schwartz for this. I mean, he works very, very hard uh, at not only uh, the San Diego County gun owners, but also supporting this radio show. And to have you on is not only an honor for us, but it's going to be, I'm sure, an honor for the public as well. No, absolutely. It's a pleasure to be here, and uh, and thank you again for this opportunity. So we know, Chris, that you're a great Second Amendment guy, and we know that you're running for office uh, for uh, the city of Oceanside. So I wanted to talk about I wanted to talk about you, and I wanted to talk about uh, what made you decide. What was the real catalyst? Like, what what, what was uh, you know? Tell us the conversation you had in your head that that made you say, "Hey, you know what? It's time for me to run for office." Like as if you didn't have enough on your plate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, it really, it honestly, it took me by surprise. I had, you know, just moved on a, a new business venture, and I was made aware of a, of a recent uh, initiative that um, a landowner was trying to move on that pretty much took land rights away from farmers. And so I started looking into it a little more, and I said, you've got to be kidding me. This is, this is unacceptable. And pretty recently, the city of Oceanside moved on to a districting election. So there's four districts in Oceanside and district one and two are going up this year in 2018. I live in district two. There's no incumbent. There's this crazy ballot initiative going through. 
I said, I have to get involved. I can't sit here for another four years and, and let this, this happen. And so first thing I did is I, I talked to my wife uh, after I came to that conclusion. And, Smart man. And after about a, a, after about a month of, of, you know, working out the pros and the cons and the boundaries and, and a plan, she, she gave me her blessing. And so I... I move full speed ahead. But that a lot of us see things happening. You know, we see ballot initiatives and they, we see city councils do things that frustrate us. And a lot of us, you know, get frustrated and mad and all this other stuff. But what But most of us, you know, just go on with our regular lives. I mean, you, you have a lot of your play. What, 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 how did it affect you, though? Like the things that were happening, what was the impact on you that made you decide, hey, you know what? I got to get involved. You know, that's a really good question. I've always been really involved in the city of Oceanside, the community on with the Oceanside Chamber of Commerce as a board member and on the executive committee and, you know, with the Boys and Girls Club, with, you know, the school district. And there's only so much you can get done from those community, um, you know, public servant positions uh, and seeing what happens at City Hall and seeing what you know, comes comes in front of us on a regular basis, I, I really had to ask myself, you know, is this something I can, you know, be committed to that my wife and family can support? And once I once I had that blessing, um, I, I just knew right away and confidently I'm, I'm pursuing uh, this city council seat uh, to make real change here in Oceanside for our city, for my children who I want to live, I want them to live here, I want them to work here and for their future. Well, and I think a lot of that, that's thank you for the leadership, and I think a lot of that leadership probably comes from your time in the Marine Corps. Um, would, would, do you agree? Absolutely. Yeah. Ab- absolutely. Yes. Yeah. When when uh, people ask me, you know, what is your, what's your education? I tell them uh, uh, San Diego MCRD is, is, is my, uh, my where I graduated your from. Alma my, mater. My alma mater, yeah. <laughs> what made you go into the Marine Corps? So my father was a Marine. It was right after 9-11. I was working two jobs, graduated a year and a half early. I was a young father, and I said, I want to be a Marine. I don't want to just sit back here with everything going on. And I was 17. Parents had to sign off on it, swore in, and and went to boot camp in uh, 2002. You say you didn't want to sit here. Where's here? Where, Where are you from? Yeah, so I'm from Chicago. From Chicago, nice. And uh, so, city boy, yeah, and came out here and and fell in love with Oceanside and beautiful Southern California. So you're from Chicago. Now that explains why you're a farmer. I know there's a lot of agriculture, and and I'm just kidding. <laughs> how did I was you gonna say? Where's, where's this agriculture? Oh, how did no, now? No. How did a how did a city boy from Chicago get into farming? Well, how let's find happen? out what he's farming. What are you farming? Yeah, so I, I farm uh, commercial uh, avocados, guava, passion fruit, which we do sales all over the U.S. And about three years ago, we planted over a thousand coffee trees, which is a new crop here for Southern California that is proving to be very successful. Three years ago, it was a high risk crop. Now it's a it's a, a exciting crop that is uh, is coming out. Yeah, we, we produce great wine. Let's produce great coffee. Wow. And wow. How, what led you to that? How'd you get into farming? Tell, tell us that story. Yeah. So Marine Corps did two tours in Iraq. Oh, Chris, you cut He's out a little bit. Asia. You said you did two tours did. in Iraq. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so I, my first tour was in all the way to Baghdad. Second tour was in Fallujah. Wow. I got injured, injured in Fallujah. 
uh, got out shortly after that, honorably discharged, and I got into gardening and, uh, you know, working in my, my backyard. And that, through this through success of real estate, which is what I got into right when I got out, mm-hmm. I was able to buy a farm about five years ago. I know nothing about farming. Thank God for YouTube. <laughs> Otherwise, I would not know what I was doing and uh, just learned as I went and and figured it out and and I love it. If I could be doing farming full time, I would. I absolutely love it. My kids love it, and just to give them that life of hard work and, and seeing the fruit of the ground and how all that works, and uh, you know they they really see that money does grow on trees uh, with <laughs> you know being on the farm, and so it's it, it's awesome. I, I absolutely love it. So you're running for Oceanside City Council. Uh, tell gun owners um, why. Uh, what, tell them what do you want gun owners to know about your, uh, you know, beginning your political career. What would you like them to walk away from this interview remembering about you? No, number one, I'm a Marine. I'm a patriot. I 110 percent support the Second Amendment, and that's just a part of who I am. And w- one thing, if I've learned anything in getting into politics is you can't change who you are and what you believe in and what your convictions are. And so I'm going to be bringing that with me along the way in running and God willing, getting elected and uh, bringing that as a, you know, as a leader in our city and, and having that understanding and uh, fighting for that right. Great. Okay. Chris, Chris Rodriguez, Oceanside City Council. Tell them what your, uh, how do people get a hold of you? What's the best uh, website for you? Yeah. My, you know, Oceanside Matters, get involved. So the, the URL is OceansideMatters.com. And uh, you can check out all the events, what we have going on, forums. You can donate. And uh, yeah, get, get a hold of me on there. Well, thank you so much for, for running and thank you for your leadership. And Thank you for standing up for the Second Amendment. I uh, really appreciate it, Chris. And by the way, you're invited to the gun prom. Yeah. Let's, let's do it. All right. You're <laughs> going to love it. You're going to love it. They got the greatest MC on the planet. So <laughs> later this month, oh. we're going to release our voter guide, uh, and uh, we're going to have a lot of endorsed fantastic candidates on city councils, school boards, all across the county. Thank you so much, Chris. I appreciate and, it. And he'll be on it. We'll, we'll see. I've got a good feeling, though. Thank all you. right. Very good. All right. Take care, buddy. Hey, get out there and pick an avocado. Let's do it. All right. All right, folks. We're going to take a small break. We come back a lot more right here on Gun Sports Radio. All right, folks. Welcome back. Gun Sports Radio. You'd be happier here than there, let me tell you. And this segment is brought to you by Trident Gunsmithing. That's right. TridentGunsmithing.com. TridentGunsmithing.com. I was over there the other day. What a great bunch of guys. Let me tell you, they got all kinds of things going. If you're a hunter, trust me, you need to be there. They've got classes on not only how to get your hunting license, they'll even teach you how to dress up an animal and cook it. And they'll even cook sausages there. I was there the other day. They were cooking sausages. But right now, we've got... Mr. John Dillon on the line. This is from Gatsky Dillon and Balance. Let me tell you what, John is a phenomenal uh, law firm that deals in tons of stuff, but Second Amendment rights is John Dillon's little little bailiwick, and this is what he loves and eats, drinks, and sleeps, and we've got him on the line right now. How you doing, John? I'm good. How are you guys? Are you uh, working on your 3D printer and you're making a 50 cal? <laughs> 
Oh, yeah, you know, I, I got a, a full-on 50 cal getting printed out right now. I knew it. And it's in the trunk yeah. of your Tesla. Oh, yeah, it prints out in 30 seconds. It's amazing. Uh, <laughs> so, obviously, uh, you guys know what we're talking about today. And uh, to all the, the law enforcement officials in California listening to the fact that I printed off a, a 50 caliber rifle uh, in my Tesla, that was a joke. Yes, that was. <laughs> so, unless you've been living under a rock, uh, you are aware of the 3D printed gun issue that's been all over the news and social media. And essentially, there, there are two opinions. Uh, this stuff's been around forever, and who cares? Mm-hmm. Uh, or... We're all going to die. It's Armageddon, and the world is going to end within the next hour. I'm Uh, ready. I'm ready. Yeah, so essentially this is all starting from a company called Defense Distributed, but from Cody Wilson uh, years ago, I want to say close to eight years ago, uh, he decided he printed off the first 3D printed gun. Uh, it was a single shot, one time use only gun. Uh, that it was a handgun, and you know the world reacted as you know usually does uh, in that sense, thinking again Armageddon. And he attempted to put uh, these files to you know machine and download and code uh, that would allow you to be able to make your own fire, which has been perfectly legal since the beginning of this country uh you've always been able to make your own firearms uh even in california you can make them we have some new restrictions on getting approval first but uh you've always been able to make your own guns and people have done it for decades and decades uh but once he tried to uh, you know post these files to a public forum the state department stepped in and again this is years ago uh claiming that they fell under the ITAR restrictions, the International Traffic and Arms Regulations, uh, essentially trying to stop foreign, you know, governments from seizing these munitions files, which, you know, uh, if you want to compare it, you can go to the, uh, our patent office and find the exact same files uh, freely, you know, accessible to anyone. So... Uh, they tried to step in and stop it, the State Department, and Cody Wilson decided to sue on free speech grounds, stating that his code or these files were protected under the First Amendment of the Constitution. And he's right. The U.S. Supreme Court has settled this already. Uh, Bernstein v. Department of Justice uh, code or, you know, computer code is language and it is protected by the First Amendment. So... Uh, he would have won, and the State Department knew that, and they were going to settle it, and they actually were about to sign the papers before the rest of the world uh, found out about this just a little while ago. And you had attorney generals and, you know, I'm going to just say, you know, more liberal-leaning people that don't know what they're talking about freak out thinking, oh, my God, everyone's going to be able to print off guns and ammunition in their in their garage and we're all going to die. And so everyone started to talk about it, freak out about it and say, we have to stop this settlement from happening. We have to keep these guys from posting this code online. Big problem with this though, 
The code has been online for years. <laughs> it, uh, you everywhere. It's you know it's the internet. Uh, the, the State Department was never successful in you know preventing it from being uploaded in the first place, and it's always been around. You know, hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of people have had this stuff downloaded for going on eight to ten years, probably. It's just uh, there's nothing new to this, and so. Uh, you had about 21 attorney generals from different states uh, try to get injunctions against the DEFCAD, which is the, the website that would be posting these files and against Cody Wilson. And they were actually successful out of uh, a federal judge in Seattle issued a nationwide injunction on defense distributed from releasing these files. And... Uh, it, it was actually a sickening decision to read uh, if you respect the law in any way. Uh, the, this judge issued an injunction, and there was no discussion whatsoever uh, of the First Amendment and their protected right. Uh, they wholly ignored it. Uh, this was a perfect example of judicial activism and not, uh, you know, applying the law. Uh, the law is very clear. They had no right to issue the injunction uh, in, in any way. And personally, I think that judge should retire uh, out of shame. <laughs> nice. Horrible decision. Uh, so that's the big background in the whole story uh, of this, except that as soon as that injunction went out, uh, our wonderful friends at the Firearms Policy Coalition, along with a lot of other people, decided to say, well, you know, the injunction was only issued against defense distributed. Uh, and so they uploaded the codes and the files. Uh, and you can go right out, codeisfreespeech.com, and you can get access and download all these files. Uh, even with Amazon, Facebook, even, I believe, Twitter and Instagram, all trying to stop and turn off the links to this these websites, uh, you can still get on the websites access information and so they're kind of calling the state's bluff and like all these attorney general's bluffs by saying hey this is free speech and you have no right to regulate it um you know the the, the old saying can't stop the signal uh it's out there already it's been out there for years and they're never gonna stop it uh, but even with all that you have people like in la la city attorney and mayor they uh, they've already announced that they're proposing legislation uh, to ban the download, possession, or distribution of the coded file in the city of LA. Gosh, which I'm not even sure how they would try to attempt to regulate. That's that. ridiculous. That's not even if it's so ridiculous. It's not even funny anymore. It's just what a sad display. It's right up there with straws. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, it's past straws because this isn't even this is a settled argument. This is not this is not a disputable issue. We are all free to access, download, possess this code, and it's an absurdity that you know you have people in government trying to restrict it. it it's not. This isn't even a Second Amendment issue. This is a First Amendment issue, and, and it's truest form. And you have government trying to regulate the content of speech. It's absurd. 
What if we, yeah, uh, mean, hey, John, you, what if what if we organize a group of people to stand out in front of uh, every Starbucks in San Diego and we pass out plastic straws and copies of the uh, of the code <laughs> on how, you know, <laughs> hey, good morning, yeah, here's a plastic yeah, straw and here's uh, here's some AR code. Here's an AR code. You'll love this. So the funniest thing, I have already seen uh, plastic, 80% plastic straws being advertised. <laughs> where one side is sealed, and, and so it's not a straw, and so therefore oh, it's freely God. able to awesome. distribute in California. You just got to cut off one end and awesome. you have a straw again. Although I haven't looked at the regulation. I don't know if it's illegal to manufacture straws. So, you know, you know, you know John, look, look how bored you would be if you didn't live in California. <laughs> uh, I, you know, I say this a lot. Uh, if I practice law in a different state, there would be no need... Uh, for a, a, a gun law or gun attorney in, in the everyday yeah. sense. I go I go out of state, I go visit, you know, we go SHOT Show every year in Nevada, and many times I come across companies and, and stores that you know, have been operating in guns for decades, and when I tell them what I do, they have a very puzzled look on their face, <laughs> and they ask me, wait, wait, but what, but what do you do? Uh, they have no idea uh, of the absurdities that occur in this state. And, you know, this code is free speech and defense distributed. You know, uh, people need to pay attention to this. And honestly, if you hate guns, absolutely hate guns and think no one should have them, uh, if you have any faith or, you know, and you put any authority into this Constitution, that we have in this country, uh, you need to support the fact that this stuff should be freely distributed uh, as people see fit. Government has no right to regulate this. I yeah, totally my, agree. My face palm of the week last week was during the uh, press conference. One of the senators, I forget which one, but one of the anti-gun senators said that uh, uh, that uh, now Hamas was going to get uh, 3D printers and they were going to be able to print guns and and I thought, okay, well, Hamas has rockets and yeah. machine guns and AK-47. I really don't think they need a no, printer. I don't think so. You know? <laughs> yeah, they're really going to use a single shot, one-time use only, right. yeah. plastic plastic and metal. I mean, there's no 100% plastic gun. Let's just make that very clear. Those don't exist. You know, we're, we're not in the movie Die Hard. There's no such thing <laughs> as an invisible to metal detector gun they all need metal parts to work well that's uh, why you need to bring our hey, metal <laughs> john that's why you need to bring back the bump stock see because if you bring back the bump stock and you put it with the plastic gun and stand on your one leg it might shoot twice all right hey i'm gonna yeah, let you get back drink a straw drink out of, yeah drink out of a cup with a straw in california exactly <laughs> ah we all just need sippy cups and then we'll all be good to go yeah, but again, codeisfreespeech.com. Ooh, I like Check that. Check it out. Code is com. All right. Folks, if you guys need a lawyer, Gatsky, Dillon, and Balance, 760-431-9501-cafirearmslaw.com. Give them a ring. Hey, and do you or any of your family keep a firearm or a weapon for personal protection? Do you have or are you getting a CCW? Well, great. What happens if you're involved in an incident? Uh-oh, you're in trouble. Not if you hook up with firearms legal protection like Mike, Lance, and and Joe did. For less than $10 a month, you'll have peace of mind 24-7. Legal representation is waiting for you and your family. That's firearms legal protection. 
FirearmsLegalProtection.com. FirearmsLegalProtection.com. Stay tuned. We'll be back in a moment. we got a whole lot more. We got Hollywood in the house. AM 1170, the answer. Hey, welcome back. You're listening to Gun Sports Radio. Hey, you can always listen to us on a radio if you have one, AM 1170. Or you can go to the AM 1170, the app. Or you can go on the computer. Either way, check us out right here on AM 1170. But right now, oh, by the way, Trident Gunsmithing. These guys are awesome. TridentGunsmithing.com. TridentGunsmithing.com. This is where we send our folks if you have a Maybe you have a gun that needs to have some work done on it. Not to add parts and pieces, but actually do repairs, upgrades, uh, modifications. Uh, the guys at Triton can hook you up. Dan is the man when it comes to uh, gunsmithing. And Juan can also answer any and all questions. He has a direct line to John Dillon, so you'll never get yourself in trouble. But right now, Gun Range San Diego sponsors this segment. We got Hollywood back in the house. And uh, you can find those folks at 7853 Balboa Avenue, 10 to 10, seven days a week, com. I call it the Nordstrom's of gun ranges, and I mean that with all sincerity. Just not the price. And that's the beauty of it. So right now we got Joe is in the house. We commonly call him Hollywood. He's a little under the weather. <laughs> he fell off his horse. Prone. 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 What's prone? Thrown. Thrown. Oh, thrown off off your horse. horse. I don't follow. Thrown off. I told you to talk to that horse before you got on it. But uh, we were good pals. I promise. Freak accident. Fractured pelvis. They're always a freak accident. Well, I've never. The horse you said got hit in the head with some hail. With some hail. Huge piece of hail. I've never even. That's. What are the chances? Yeah. Well, uh, exactly. Freak like one in a million, and uh, yeah. So, but. That was on a Thursday. I rode for two more days. Finally got back uh, to civilization. Went to the hospital on uh, Monday and realized I had a fractured pelvis and two fractured vertebrae. Somebody broke your butt. Mm-hmm. So it's just just put a few more miles on the on the chassis. That's By all. the way, I figured out why you rode two more days. Why is that? Because Michelle was in and she was telling me about a, a court case she was doing. And the guy had to be medevaced uh-huh. three miles. How much? Forty eight hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. That would have been fifteen grand. Where you I'd were. be riding that horse <laughs> all, <right. laughs> all the way back to San Diego. Horse uh, got hit in the head by hail. You got thrown, broke your pelvis, and then rode for two days. Yeah, look at that. It's not just an. It's just a, not just an accent, ladies and gentlemen. This guy's a real deal, man. He is the <laughs> That's real, real deal. And I bet you were grimacing uh, the I, whole time. I. Uh, was not making a pretty face. Well, you didn't have any days. pain pills, to- right? Yeah. Well, I had so you know, uh, anytime you're going to you know be spending four or five days up in the mountains on horseback, you bring some ibuprofen or whatever. Oh, there you go. That works. so I was I was doubling up on that, but uh, doesn't help. Yeah, you know. Keep but me- hey, you're back. You're well. Feeling good. You'll uh, be riding again shortly, with, without a doubt. And uh, Gun Range San Diego just had this great. Uh, long-distance rifle sale. All of our bolt-action rifles were on sale. Um, and, you know, all these super-accurate, long-distance shooting uh, rifles, the Bagheras, the uh, Ruger Precision Rifles, the Remington 700s, all of our bolt-action, bench-rest style, uh, either for hunting or for accuracy shooting, 
were all on sale. We sold a bunch of those. We did some uh, some gun and scope combos and that kind of thing, which leads us to our topic for today, which is the MOA. You go in, you see you see it advertised on uh, in magazines and things like that, and they say this gun is guaranteed <clears throat> sub MOA, and people are like, hey, that's this gun's guaranteed sub MOA, and then, and then they they just hear that and they they might not even know what it. What means. is it? Well, MOA stands for minute of angle. And uh, the the average person will tell you that a minute of angle means uh, one inch at 100 yards. So if it says a sub-MOA, that means that you fire three shots out of a bench, out of a vice, whatever, and the, and the shot grouping will be smaller than an inch at 100 yards. But it's actually a minute of angle is actually like 1.047 whatever, so mm-hmm. almost like 1.05 inches. But for argument's sake, it's just an inch at a hundred at a hundred yards, and then what that means is when you start making adjustments, you know it, whether it's uh, fine tuning your iron sights or you have your you know your scope and you pull the the dial caps off and it, it may say uh, one quarter MOA or one eighth MOA on your adjustments. That means it's moving it either a quarter of an inch, the strike of your round, a quarter of an inch or an eighth of an inch at a hundred yards. So. When you come less than 100 yards, then you add up, and um, and then when you go further, then it, it changes it out that way too. So an inch at 100 yards would be two inches at 200 yards, or uh, or half an inch at 50 yards. So this is like dynoing your rifle. Absolutely, it's like dynoing your rifle. Because <laughs> if you don't, well, if That's I don't put it yeah. automotive, I I can't figure it out because you got to have a baseline. Yeah, you get a baseline, and <clears throat> so. When people buy, you know, rifles that do not already have a uh, that doesn't already have a uh, a scope on it, or even scope rings, or even a, a mount, uh, it's important to know at what distance you want to be shooting. If you're going to be shooting at, you know, six, seven, eight hundred yards, a thousand yards, something like that, then you want to make sure that your 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 base that you put your rings on is at least what's called a twenty MOA base. And what that does is that sets your your scope at a at an angle that it, uh, is going to be, a, uh, you know, anywhere from eighteen to twenty inches low at a hundred yards, so that when you so you have the adjustments to go out to a thousand yards to change your your crosshairs to move your crosshairs up. Mm-hmm. So it, th- there's a lot more to it than just hey, it's an inch at a hundred yards. Mm-hmm. But for all intents and purposes, when you see a gun that says, you know, guaranteed sub-MOA, that means they fired that gun from a bench, you know, you know, viced in a, uh, on, on a bench, and that three rounds, it is consistent to where the rounds are less than an inch, you know, it's less than an inch diameter in that shot grouping, which is what you're looking for. You want consistency, you know, because if if it's if it's a big if it's a big pattern at a hundred yards, then it's going to be even a you know that's going to be yielded multiplied mm-hmm. the further the further out you go when you're shooting. Now, why wouldn't a gun be, or what do they do? You know, what, what are they actually talking about? Is it barrel quality, or what, what exactly are they? All, all of the above. It's barrel quality. It is you know we talked about a couple of weeks ago. We talked about glass bedding and double lugging. You know, it's it's everything that's going to keep that that. Uh, that rifle, that firearm, consistently doing the same thing over and over and over again. You know, uh, a lot of these guys like to take these uh, M1As and they put them in these weird chassis, like a Sage EBR stock or something like that, and they look cool and they're great. However, when you take them apart and put them back together, you know, there's uh, there's some screws up there near the gas block. And if you tighten the left screw 
at 31 inch pounds and you tighten the right screw at 29 inch pounds, now this graph is going to start shooting differently well, this time versus the when you had it put together the first time. And this is all not even you're not even talking about human error. This is all just mechanics. This is all mechanics. Yeah, I mean, I could still be slapping the trigger or whatever. And, right. Yeah, which is going to be you know if you, you're not practicing that fo- you know that proper follow through. You're not you know you know slowly manipulating that trigger from the front to the rear without interrupting sight alignment, sight picture. Uh, you know you're. You pull one shot on an exhale and one shot on an inhale. You know all these diff- If you're doing all these different things um, and being being less consistent, then your shot pattern is going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. Now, if you had if you had you got a rifle that's guaranteed one MOA, um, you know, and you're you're shooting the right ammo and everything, what is the most common human? Uh, mistake or you know what's what's the most common mess up that that people uh, do when they're trying to shoot long distance whether it's long distance or short distance the 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 number one thing that shooters uh do is they anticipate the recoil Mm. for some reason they try to offset that recoil you know especially you know whether it's a handgun and they feel that gun jump in their hand so they they anticipate and push down the barrel or in a rifle as well you know, especially you know if you're shooting, you know, thirty out six or three oh eight, you know, and it has a pretty good little uh, out of a bolt action, so there's no reciprocation for the action. You know, it's all you, you eat every bit of that recoil. You know, if you're not used to it, or you're not ready for it. That first shot might scare you, so all those shots after that might be consistently low because you're leaning forward, you're anticipating that recoil, you're not letting the recoil happen, and you know these these bullets are traveling, you know. Uh, you know, let's say a, a, a 308, you know, that, that might be traveling at 3,200 feet per second, you know, coming out of a 22-inch barrel. So, I mean, you might be fast, but by the time you feel the recoil, the bullet is gone. It's through the target. It, you know, there's nothing you can do about it. Right. You know, by the time you, by the time you feel that. Hmm. The horse has left the barn. The horse, yeah, the horse has left the barn. So, <laughs> the biggest deal is people anticipate recoil. Um, it would be the number one thing. And then number two is the they're not following through with all their fundamentals. So you may have the greatest fundamentals, but if you um slap the you know, you hit the trigger and let the, let your finger off the trigger during that shot, then you are manipulating that rifle improperly. So what you want to do is hold that you know, manipulate that trigger from the front to the rear slowly. The round's gonna go off, you're gonna feel that recoil, then you're gonna come back, you know, get back on your sights, find your next target, then release that trigger. You want to you want to you know have that follow through where you're holding that trigger down until you come to your next sight, and that's whether it's a long gun, a handgun, anything. You know, anticipating recoil and jerking the trigger is probably the two biggest things. Now, the guns that you, you were talking about earlier, you said you had a, uh, yeah, you guys had a sale on like a Remington 700, some of the other really cool bolt action long right. distance guns. Uh, are 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 most of them one MOA, or is there are there actually out of the box rifles? That are half an MOA, yeah, or, is, or is it pretty much yeah, standard well, one MOA? Well, they'll they'll come out and they'll say. Uh, usually, what you'll get is they won't give an exact measurement. They'll say this gun is sub MOA, okay. which means smaller than an inch at 100 yards. You know, uh, you you get some of them that, that come out of the box, and uh, a lot of companies they put in a target with the gun, and, and you'll see. That, you know, there's. Uh, two out of three, two out of the uh, three are actually touching one another. So they're testing each gun, then, right? They yeah. test each okay, gun, good, yeah, because yeah. they have That's to cool. prove that they're that they're you know if they're going to advertise them as sub MOA, then they do that. So they 
very few do they come out and say this gun is a quarter MOA gun or this gun is an eighth MOA or half MOA. They come out and say, you know, it's a sub MOA smaller than an inch. That's awesome. Okay. And, that, and that comes yeah. a big gambit. Uh, one more thing before we take a break. When your guys are got new shooters in, do you ever videotape them? Uh, depends on the level of training. Well, if if they're just new shooters and they're just coming yeah, in to yeah, have yeah, fun, yeah. then then no, we don't. But if they're taking classes and we, um, especially when we talk about the anticipating recoil thing. That's what made me think about it. Yeah, we might because you know you tell them like, "Hey, you're anticipating recall." No, I'm not. No, I'm and not. Then you go, no, I'm Excuse not. me. Take a look at this then, video. Exactly. You're like, look at your fingers. Look at your hands. Yeah, or, or yeah. what I like to do is I'll uh, I'll talk to them while I'm loading their magazine for them, and I'll load you know I'll load a hot round, a dummy round, and a hot round, and then yeah. they shoot the first uh, round, and then the next round goes click, and they watch themselves push their hands down. I'm like, oh, so you wasn't you weren't jerking the trigger, huh? You weren't weren't anticipating. Oh yeah, I guess I was. Yeah, you were. That right there is probably the most effective little lesson in in yanking the trigger. Yeah, I like that. All right, Gun Sports Radio, right here on AM 1170. Make sure you check out Gun Range San Diego. And hey, do you any of your families have to keep a firearm or weapons for personal protection? Do you or are getting ready to get a CCW? What would you do if you got into trouble and were pulled over by the law and maybe arrested? Well, if you belong to Firearms Legal Protection for less than $10 a month, you haven't got to worry about a thing. you got 24-7, seven days a week, full legal representation is waiting for you. Go to FirearmsLegalProtection.com, FirearmsLegalProtection.com. Make sure you tell them the gang at Gun Sports Radio sent you. All right, we're going to take a small break. When we come back, there's a whole lot more right here on Gun Sports Radio. AM 1170, the answer. Sports Radio. Hey, are you a beginner, intermediate, or advanced pistol shooter? Well, do you want to shoot outside and have some fun? <laughs> we got just the thing for you. You can do it. Now's your chance. When? Every first and third Saturday of the month from 7 to noon. Where? Lemon Grove Gun Club in lovely Alpine. Why? To help shooters increase their safe gun handling skills. To create a venue for the use of a variety of commonly owned handguns suitable for general use or concealed carry how much is this going to cost you are you sitting down fifteen dollars you heard it right and you hear us talk about the importance of training so make sure if you're going to buy a gun at least 20 percent of that money needs to go to training and if lance can do it trust me you can do it too <laughs> trust me call paul Liechtenstein. he is the match director at 619 i'll do this slowly Five four zero. Go get your pencil. Nine six zero zero six one nine five four zero nine six zero zero. In case you didn't get it, six one nine five four zero nine six zero zero. All right, we're talking three D printer guns. All of a sudden, this is Ugh. the latest, greatest thing. We're going to arm. All these people and oh uh, my goodness! I, yeah, it seems to be a. Uh, I was really surprised that this topic went so crazy, and I, I really think that uh, both sides are overreacting. I think that the anti-gun side 
are uh, way overreacting. And, you know, they believe that, gee, all of a sudden everybody's going to be able to, every criminal in the world is going to have access to a machine gun now that we have this, this technology. But I also think our side's overreacting. I'm hearing a lot of people say, well, that's, you know, that all gun laws are totally invalidated now. And, and, uh, yeah, it just, I, I, you know, I think it's that, a tool. It's a tool. You can already. And it's not even a good tool. Yeah, it's a dis, it's a display tool. If you wanted to make something, see, here's where this 3D printing. Here we go back to the automotive world. When you've got a 1909 Vauxhall and mm. you got to figure out how to make a, a bracket for it, there's no place to make a bracket if you don't know. But if you can get a picture of it, you can put it in a 3D printer, make a replica, then take it to a machine shop. And they can replicate it. That's what it's for. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, people have been making firearms as long as firearms have without been the 3D printer. Without a 3D printer, so this is like you know, it's no different than a you know, they have lathes and drills, and now there's a 3D printer. But oh, by the way, if you make it on a 3D printer, it's a piece of garbage. <laughs> totally, know? it's, it's work, not a. It's a display piece. Yeah, it's not a really good functioning gun. And I, I don't listen. I'm not foolish um i know that you know five minutes from now they're going to have high quality 3d printers they may have improved materials maybe eventually they'll be uh you know 3d printing things in metal um but the reality is people have been making guns for as long as guns have been around i know i mean and and for you joe since you shoot more than most of us have you ever fired a, a 3d printed gun I have not. I, you know, like uh, John was saying uh, earlier, they're they're basically a one-time use type. It's deal. a throwaway gun. Yeah, it's uh, you know the the barrels. Uh, I mean, I've seen some that are that have you know like they they'll print the the frame, and then they will do then they'll buy a, a barrel insert, you know, and then you know so right. it has a stainless steel you know insert for the barrel. Um, but it's just another making a gun. That's all it but, is. But, but yeah, that I mean, that's really all it comes down to. But I think the the problem is we were talking about off air is the ignorance of when you hear a three D printed gun. People think you know. And we see the memes on social media where the guy's got the shotgun sticking out of his uh, <laughs> out of his Hewlett Packard printer, going, "Oh, I let my my gun's about done. Someone's finished printing." You know. Uh, or the guy that has a has a bunch of uh, uh, rifles laying on the floor says, "Oh man, I left my printer on overnight. Look what happened." Yeah, and it, because people believe that that's what's happening, that you're printing out these. They want to believe it. They, they want to believe it, so and, they can and, have an, so they can have a conversation and get mad. But you know, really, these things it, it's a piece of plastic. I think the closest thing I've ever seen in a movie was that. Uh, John Malkovich and, and Clint Eastwood. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. right. You know, yeah. and he gets the. And he gets the bullet through the metal detector by putting it in his keys, but the keys didn't go through the metal detector. They whatever, you know. And again, it's uh, even if it was, even if it, you do make one of those, the 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 ballistics on it's going to be garbage. It's and not wouldn't it be better just to go buy a gun? Absolutely, because Gun Range San Diego's got all kinds of stuff specials. <laughs> yeah, you don't because what's a, what's the three D printer cost? What do you think that printer would cost to do that? Well, it's at least I look they're they're at least three thousand, at least three thousand. It's a look. novelty thing. Yeah, I knew sure. you would look. Yeah, <laughs> just to add to your portfolio. Well, I can't listen. Me and technology, you can ask my wife. I can't even get a printer to print like paper, let alone a three D <laughs> printer to print a gun. So. Yeah, right. Yeah. I'm the yeah, last guy. I have guy. Hard enough time get yeah printing yeah. just you know by my pay stub. But it's out. so much easier just to go. Well, if you ask me, it it all fits into the narrative. The other side, 
has doesn't have a leg to stand on, mm-hmm. so they have to create a hysteria. Yeah, you know the same right. thing. That's why Mike Schwartz did the the ten ten thousand dollar challenge because of all the lying that was going right. on. The gun show challenge and yeah. uh, mm-hmm. and that type of deal. And, and and my wife and I are watching the CBS Sunday Morning thing, and they had you know this this shrine to Larry Kimmel. Himmel, whatever his name is, yeah. and, Jimmy and he's, Jimmy, Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel, you know, he's a relative. That's why I don't even want to remember his name. Mm. But basically, he's talking about, oh, the problem with America is everybody's able to wave a bunch of, you know, own a bunch of M16s. So it's just this usual hysteria Ignorance. that they do. And so then this hysteria over 3D printers and everything else, it's just something stupid for them sheep to get their minds around again well so you know the answer start watching kusi <laughs> you know the guy that uh is, is distributing the information uh was on one of the sunday shows today and they asked him well how would you feel if somebody used your plans printed a gun and killed somebody and you know obviously that's a that's a loaded question and they're trying to be uh sure. controversial but my first thought was how would you feel if somebody wasn't able to print a gun to defend themselves and was therefore killed. Right. You know, right. I, you know yeah. that's... Oh, no, 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 we can't go that narrative. Those are the two different sides. There, there's yeah. the, the one side who thinks that, hey, every gun is evil and they, they can only be used for evil. And then there's our side that knows, hey, look, this is how you protect mm-hmm. yourself. Uh, tens of thousands of people, hundred, depending on the survey, it's mm-hmm. hundreds of thousands of people uh, use it to defend themselves, to be equal, you know, to be safe. And don't you think a third world country that have all the money and they never give it to their people. If this was such a great idea, don't you think they'd be buying printers and just cranking guns out left and right? Yeah. Yeah. But again, it's it's, it's a novelty thing yeah. for the for for the for the gun owners to have. It's it's a novelty. Hey, look what I did at home. I mean, they're not aesthetically pleasing. Oh, they're ugly. They're ugly. Um, and who's going to – here, you shoot it. I made it, but you yeah, – exactly. Joe, go ahead and shoot yeah. I ain't shooting it. Lance, you shoot it. Yeah, no, I'm it. not Watch shooting thing it. Split, split apart, you know. And uh, it's – No, it fits into the hysteria. It's it, just it, the you hit around it's, it's, it's not way, And don't use their words, right? So it's not an assault weapon. It's a defense weapon. That's right. You know, the whole deal. Don't use their words. Yeah, don't do play not, in their yard. Do not play whatsoever. Yeah, Never. I, I agree. Ever. I agree with you 100%. Yeah. Because the minute you do, they think, ooh, we're right. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I, I was really surprised. Uh, politically speaking, NBC, the local NBC show, had me come and tape on Friday, which it's playing tonight. I was just really surprised that this this 3D printer issue was was what uh, you know prompted NBC to reach out and say, hey, we really have to cover this. I, it just doesn't make any sense to me. I, and it really is. How'd the interview go, though? I, well, I think, well, you know, I made the point that, hey, People have been building guns for centuries. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, these are, by the way, they're not printing guns. They're printing extremely low-quality parts that can be, you know, combined with metal pieces to possibly make a gun. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, just laying out the uh, uh, the facts so that people really understand what's going on here. Well, look who's listening to, you know, to that television station. It's a bunch of lefties anyway. So, oh, you know, they true. want to feed into that whole thing so they can sell their advertising. The only good news is at least they called you to have some sane person to, to come on and actually represent the other side. Which, which is most of the time they'd mow it right yeah, over. Yeah, which is a feather in San Diego County gun owner's cap that I'm seeing more and more stations call you yep. when an issue comes up that's gun-related. Am I right? Couldn't be happier. And that, that's a big part of what we're doing is engaging with media and educating. I couldn't be happier to have been on. I'm really glad they covered it. I'm really glad they called me, but I was just surprised. Right. Like, I, hey, this? Like, there's so much else going on. It fits right in. It's a fluff deal. It, it is. And they're all about fluff. 
So right. I think it's by the perfect. way, before before we go, um, I want to one of our sponsors, Firearms Legal Protection. We're they're having a seminar this Friday. Oh. Uh, so for details, uh, it's John Korea. He's a very uh, well known uh, instructor. It's called Surviving the Fight, where he gives twenty one lessons on how to survive a, uh, a gunfight. Uh, he's watched over twelve thousand videos. Extremely important All right. information. Can Go we get that info on your site? San Diego County Gun Owners dot com. San Diego County Gun Owners dot com. All right. Hey, we want to thank our sponsor, San Diego County Gun Owners, the Gun Range San Diego, CAFirearmsLaw.com, which is Gatsky, Dillon, and Balance, FirearmsLegal.com, and good old Trite and Gunsmithing.com. Hey, folks, got a question? Info at GunSportsRadio.com. We'll answer it. want to thank uh, Lance, Michael, Joe, and John right here on AM 1170. The, the answer. answer. Good save. Gun Sports Radio is sponsored by Love Radio Network.